Good day to you. <coughs> Hope you're having a wonderful day. Sorry about that. Um, <coughs> we are reading in Second Corinthians. We're ready to read chapter 10. Now in chapter 9, Paul had um, really basically taught all about giving, the act of giving, um, giving generously to, um, in their case, they were giving to help uh, the saints in Jerusalem who are going through some sort of bad time. Um, but nonetheless, he gave general instructions on how we should be generous givers and how we should help others through our giving and what our attitude should be, etc. And that was in chapter 9. So now here, Paul is going to change... He's going to change topics a little bit here. So, this is 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 1. Now I, Paul, urge you by the gentleness and graciousness of Christ, I who am meek, so they say, when with you face to face, but bold, outspoken, and fearless towards you when absent. I think there's a difference in the way it appears, because when some people, you know, some people are just their demeanor and the way they are face to face is one way. But then when they write to you, they write to you, they open up and they really write to you and they spell things out. And this sounds like the way, and plus Paul dictated his letters so that I think they, <coughs> you know, tended to possibly read differently than if he had spoken to them in person. So he's talking about this, this difference in the way things seem. So verse 2, I ask that when I do come, I will not be driven to the boldness that I intend to show toward those few who regard us as if we walked according to the flesh, like men without the Spirit. For though we walk in the flesh as mortal men, we are not carrying on our spiritual warfare according to the flesh and using the weapons of man. The weapons of our warfare, warfare are not physical weapons of flesh and blood. Our weapons are divinely powerful for the destruction of fortresses. We are destroying sophisticated arguments and every exalted and proud thing that sets itself up against the true knowledge of God. And we are taking every thought and purpose captive to the obedience of Christ, being ready to punish every act of disobedience when your own obedience as a church is complete. So notice this is uh, this is one of those scriptures I think we're pretty aware of. Um, we are taking every thought and purpose captive to the obedience of Christ. You know, controlling ourselves, controlling our thinking, controlling our actions. Okay, verse seven. You are looking only at the outward appearance of things. No, this is not okay. This is purely a statement. You are looking only at the outward appearance of things. If anyone is confident that he is Christ, he should reflect and consider this, that just as he is Christ, so too are we. For even though I boast rather freely about the authority the Lord gave us for building you up and not for destroying you, I will not be ashamed of the truth, nor do I want to seem to be trying to frighten you with my letters. For they say his letters are weighty and forceful and impressive, but his personal presence is unimpressive and his speech contemptible of no account. And that's because often people 
the way people speak and the way they are in person are different. You know, I, uh, among let me read this little section here from uh, the Amplified. Among the Greeks, a speaker's presence and delivery were as important as his message. Um, so they thought it was very important how you how you speak and how you deliver. However, Paul didn't follow those those rules or that idea because the message of salvation does not need to be presented, you know, like with fanfare or with showmanship in order to reach the hearts of the audience. Instead, it needed to be sincere, heartfelt speech, and that's what he did. You know, but when he dictated his letters and whoever wrote them, you know, they wrote them very well, and it would kind of make his written speech more impressive. Um, and actually, though, to be fair, I myself write better than I would speak. Because when I speak, I'm just talking, I'm just saying, you know, and I'm just going to be very normal and very, um, what, very, uh, I can't think of the right word, I'm just going to be very much myself, I'm just going to speak normally. But when I write, I try to make sure I write correctly. In, and I just have these two different mindsets on it. So when you're writing, the written word needs to be written so that anyone can read it and understand it. I feel like anyone can listen to me and understand me, but um, they're a bit of your, a bit more of your history, a bit more of your uh, what, uh, a bit more of your origins kind of appears um, due to accent, due to the way you say things, you know. But when I write, I wouldn't necessarily write exactly the way I speak uh, because it wouldn't be as helpful and it wouldn't be as good. Yeah, there would be times you could do that on purpose that would be entertaining, I suppose, but for the most part, you wouldn't do that. So anyway, they're saying that his, his in-person <laughs> presence and delivery is not as good as his letters and his written um, delivery. So, um, verse uh, 11. Let such people realize that what we say by word in letters when we are absent is the same as what we are in action when present. In other words, his actions reflect those same things. We do not have the audacity to put ourselves in the same class or compare ourselves with some who supply testimonials to commend themselves. When they measure themselves by themselves and compare themselves with themselves, they lack wisdom and behave like fools. We, on the other hand, will not boast beyond our proper limit, but will keep within the limits of our commission, territory, authority, <coughs> Pardon me, which God has granted us, granted to us as a measure, which reaches and includes even you. We are not overstepping the limits of our province as if we did not legitimately reach to you, for we were the very first to come even as far as you with the good news of Christ. We do not go beyond our proper limit, boasting in the work of other men, but we have the hope that as your faith in Christ and his divine power continues to grow, our field among you may be greatly expanded, but still within the limits of our commission. 
so that we may preach the gospel even in the lands beyond you, but not to boast in work already accomplished in another one's field of activity. However, let him boasts, let him who boasts boast in the Lord. For it is not he who commends and praises himself who is approved by God, but is the one whom the Lord commends and praises. So, he's trying to teach them that though he may, you know, may not appear to be impressive or, you know, follow this guideline of, of being impressive in his speech, in his appearance, in his delivery, in his showmanship, almost. It sounds like almost a showmanship type of thing. That uh, they should judge instead, judge him based on his actions, not just, you know, on his way of speech. And then he talks about, you know, you shouldn't, you know, these folks who are kind of running him down, they are comparing themselves with themselves and saying how, you know, how great they are, how great they deliver their message or whatever they're saying, I guess. And uh, then, too, he's talking about, they, you know, we do not boast about ourselves. We boast about the Lord. We boast in the Lord because it's not it's not we who commend and praise ourselves you know who the Lord accepts in other words boasting about yourself um, commending yourself and trying to puff yourself up and raise yourself up that's not what God wants that's not what God approves of but let God let God praise you and commend you through your actions you know that will show that will show to people so that is Second Corinthians chapter ten, and I, this is just the beginning. Paul is going to move on in chapter eleven to, uh, I think, to further defend himself from some sort of uh, from some accusations, uh, maybe regarding further such things where he's just, you know, he's uh, they think he's less impressive in person for whatever reason. I don't know about that. Um, again, we never we never really meet Paul, so it's different. But that was Second Corinthians ten. Want to thank you for listening. Hope you have a wonderful day, and remember, God loves you.